Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early, and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Charter Financial Planner, Pension Specialist, and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Tory Talks Wealth Podcast. I'm really pleased to be joined by Angel Rebo today. So a big thank you to you, Angel, for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, uh, Tony, for allowing me to be here. It's an honor. And obviously, thank you, everybody who's listening to us today. Uh, I'm sure my listeners are going to find our conversation today fascinating. So, but Angel, yeah. you are known as the CEO Confidant. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Angel, please introduce yourself. Tell us more about you, your consultancy business, and how you help others in the many different ways that you do. Yeah, so basically, exactly. So what we do is we help both corporate CEOs and uh, accomplished entrepreneurs to bridge the gap globally for expansion and exposure as a way to accelerate the growth of their businesses. So, uh, you know, and I can do that basically because, you know, I'm originally from Spain, from Barcelona, but they yep. lived in Dallas, Texas. I've lived in uh, eight different countries in my life. And I've done business in more than 33 countries and I've worked with more than 1,500 companies and their C-levels and their CEOs. So that's why I do what I do uh, because I've been consistently doing that, you know, internationally. And I have learned how to help uh, companies and how to help entrepreneurs to do that in a consistent way so that they can, you know, keep on growing their businesses. can you give us some examples of how you actually do that? So, what, yeah, what's, the, yeah, sort of, so. what's the steps or the process that you go through? Yeah, so for, first of all, we, I mean, we do a due diligence of the business of uh, the person that wants to really take their, their business international. There's a lot of people out there. They have amazing value propositions that they offer to their audience. And very often, you know, their friends and relatives and clients, they say, hey, you should take, you should take this global. You should take this global. Yeah. You know, but not everybody's ready to take their business global. In order to take the business global, there's many things that have to happen. Number one, is your, is your, you know, is, is your business profitable enough? Yep. Do you have enough cash flow to do that? You know? So those are the, 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 the starting questions. I mean, can you support you know, going global, let's say, for one year, six months to one year, to really make sure that you're doing everything that you need, you need to do to test that everything's going to work uh, wherever you want to go in the world, right? Wherever the, the, the geography is going to be. And in order to do that, then, you know, there's other, you know, things that you have to talk about, you have to think about. You have to think of, for instance, uh, what are, I mean, if your product or your service yep. can be offered and it's going to be of value, the same kind of value that is of value to the people locally, yes or no? And if the answer is yes, okay, so, but how? How can we, do, how can we localize, right? Then there's a third step, which is, you know, legalities, right? So there's a lot of, you know, compliance, uh, I, uh, you know, action items that have to be done. We're talking yeah. about, you know, uh, accounting, you know, uh, obviously accounting is completely different in every single geography. Talk We're talking you. about, you know, HR compliance, you know, are you going to go there? Like just trying to find maybe a distribution network, you're going to try to find partners in the country. Yeah. Are you going to have your own employees or not? 
So those are things, those are the basic three steps, initial steps that everybody has to take before deciding if their business really can go internationally or not. Do you have a, a favorite or an, uh, a sort of um, a sector that you specialize in in particular? That's a great question, yes. So although I have worked mainly in two or three different sectors, I, I really don't pick my clients depending on the sector. I really, I really, again, depend, I really pick my clients depending on the business leader, right? The CEO of the company yeah. uh, or of my, you know, uh, the people that are going to be working with. So basically I look for two different, let's say, uh, ingredients. Yeah. Number one is, do they really want to make a difference in the world? Okay, I, I, I really... I really like to work with conscious leaders. Okay. And I consider myself a conscious leader. Uh, I, as, as, you, you, you were very, you were very generous in your words when you said I do a lot of things and I have a lot of people. That's it was, true. It was one yeah. of the things that attracted yeah. me to you having a exactly. being on a guest because I saw some of the things that you were doing. Yeah. And I must admit, um, most of the guests I have on here, they are actually giving something back or often a lot back to uh, yeah. other people or society as a whole. And yeah. I saw quite a lot of that in you uh, and what obviously the research I did on you. So I was uh, really pleased to see you obviously Thank coming you. on the show and being able to share some of these things. Because I, I know that is something my audience really loves. So. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I, I like to work also with like-minded people, you know, so people that also want to give back and want to change the world. And yeah. number two, people that really want to change, you know, themselves, because in order to reach new, new heights in your life or yeah. in your business, you really have to want to change and change is not easy, you know, uh, and, and, and sometimes not everybody wants to change or not everybody walks their talk, Tony. That's important. You know, one thing is what you say you want to do. And the other thing is what you do, what you show to everybody else, you know. So that's important. Uh, you know, that is really important uh, for me. So that's why I, I really work with conscious leaders, people that want to make a difference in the world, but they really want to do it. And they really want to give a fair amount of resources and time to do it, you know. Oh, it's brilliant. Have you got examples of, without naming names, which obviously may be uh, confidential, but have you got examples where you've taken um, a CEO and obviously their business from mm -hmm. that very humble beginnings in terms of thinking yeah. about going international to actually making them a full uh, international business and a, and a successful one? Yes, so... Thank you for the question. Yes. Yeah, so I, I can tell you a very good example. I, I, I will never forget the time when I met those business owners. Actually, they were both owners uh, um, uh, and, and, and uh, actually a, a, a couple. So they were actually married, married. And I will never forget that meeting because, I mean, they came to my office and we wanted to, they wanted to meet me personally. And they were just like a two people show, right? But yeah. they, they, they had both worked on, on, on corporations and, uh, and they had both, they, their passion was second to none and their experience, although it was limited, they, it was already good. You know, they were smart people, right? So we started to work and only, I would say in two years and a half, they were already almost 40 employees. Really? Believe it, yeah, yeah, believe it or not. And they went from only a few thousands of dollars of revenue you know, to well above uh, $1 million. So, uh, and, and they kept on growing and growing and growing and, uh, and internationalization played a key role. Actually, they started in their own country and they eventually 
uh, started to do business in two more countries. So uh, that, that's one of my, you know, my, the, the stories I like to tell because, you know, we tend to think that large corporations are the only ones that can go international. And that's not true. And right now, you know, with what has, it's, it's, it's right now, April, 2021. So time yeah. flies, right. But yeah. uh, you know, as, as you know, every, everybody knows in the audience, what has happened in the world for the last, let's say 12 to 14 months. Yeah. Right. So we tend to think that, uh, you know, we are more limited than ever before. And that's the opposite right now. Absolutely. So many things happening online, so many things happening online. And you also asked me before, you know, what, what are the steps that you follow? One of the, one of the most important things that we have been able to do at you know the CEO Confident, my brand, the company. I mean, we, we are already a team of people working on this. Uh, is that we have already developed relationships with partners in 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 many countries. Yeah. So right now, when someone of our clients wants to actually go to a specific geography, we already know people there very well that they already know the market. So we already know who, who to recommend them to start with. I mean, we already have laid out a full support system in that specific country. And that's the most important thing. And you could not do that because right now everybody is limited with traveling, right? So yeah. if, if we were to do this face-to-face right now, we couldn't. But we were, you know, we, we developed those relationships already so many years ago that we could do that. We can do that today without visiting these people face-to-face, only through the connections and the relationships that we developed many years ago. Yeah, I think... We all know obviously the challenges that, that the world has had over the last, as you say, 12, 14 months. Um, but it's also given or a rise to lots of opportunities. And I think as, you've, as you rightly say, uh, you're no longer restricted to uh, your locality. Even a modest two-person business can go international because yeah. you have the technology and now, we obviously, with your help, you've got the the resources and the the people already uh, yes. in these different uh, localities that can help yes. uh, you, uh, uh, the people that you help. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And and this this uh, company specifically, uh, they were a small technology company, but they didn't have a technology of their own. They they just were providing services, you know. So, they became really good in providing services, and they kept on seeing what their clients wanted. And they kept on adding value to the clients. So they were never nonstop, nonstop, nonstop thinking, what else can we do for our clients so we can add additional value and it can be of use to them, you know? So uh, I think this is, this is why my main business mantra, Tony, uh, and you're going to resonate with it a lot probably, which is my main business mantra I use with everybody is take imperfect action now. Take yeah. imperfect action now. Really, I mean, Whenever you are presented with an opportunity, what you should really ask yourself is why not? It's not, it's not you know, can I do it or not? No, no, no. It's why not? What do I have to do? How can I do it? You know, that's why I, I like to use that very often because, you know, when you do that, you, you put yourself and your mind and your whole being into a completely different pl- place to start trying to, to accomplish, uh, you know, a specific goal or offer a new service for your clients. 
I think it's all about mindset, isn't it? So if yeah. uh, if you put obstacles in in your way, and that could be why can't you do something today? As you say, it should be uh, how can I do something today rather than I can't do it. I think if you put your your sort of focus on uh, making sure you get these things done and you do it now, or you take the first steps now, then it's going to happen. It just takes. It just depends on how long it's going to take and what direction you take. But if totally. you focus, you will get there. Totally, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So again, that's that's why you know you, you always have to have like a final destination in mind. Yeah. But there's there's multiple ways to get to that final destination. Yeah. And you know you never know what are the diamonds that you're gonna find on your way to that destination, right? So, uh, you know, it's, it's it's good to have some boundaries, but at the same time, you know, try to challenge yourself every single time and see because unless you try something, I mean, I've seen that so so many times. I mean, last year. For instance, here in the community, business community in Dallas, and I, 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 I contribute a lot to the local, you know, startups and entrepreneurs and, and, and business says, I mean, Dallas is really blooming with business. It's, yeah. it's amazing. I was giving a webinars to the local, you know, uh, community of accelerators, business accelerators. And I, I was giving, uh, I, was, I was basically working on or, or telling them or showing them how to pivot in times of crisis, how to pivot in times of crisis. And I think that's, that's very important, you know, and last year, many companies, you know, we helped doing just doing that, helping them pivot in times of crisis. I think that's really, really important. I think it's, if you can, if you can succeed in these challenging times or any challenging times, then you will succeed in any, in any period. Um, I think when you've got the help and the support of a team around you, which obviously you provide for these people, then it's, it's um, obviously you guarantee success. But if you've got the right approach and you are determined to make this work, uh, then I can't see how you can uh, do anything other than success, uh, succeed. I tell you what, I, the other thing I like as well, it's not just about, you are right, it is important. You have to have a, a destination in mind. But it's important to enjoy the journey as well because you Absolutely. are going to uh, discover so many different things that you never even thought about, and in particular about yourself as well because you're growing as you are developing, as you're evolving. And and you know the most important thing is that you keep on being connected with with your with your audience. And let me tell you an example. So last year that you know there were so many restrictions all over the place. Regardless, almost every single week, I met one or many business executives here face-to-face, yeah. like face-to-face, literally. Yeah. I met so many C-level executives last year face-to-face uh, and I kept on doing it because I really wanted to know what was happening in, the, in those large corporations, yeah. in those, you know, I really wanted to know and to put myself, my, uh, you know, my own uh, thermometer, you know, yeah. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the market to see what was going. Unless you do that consistently, you will never know. That's why, you know, I mean, be courageous, have those conversations, be there to listen, be there to ask questions. That's the most important thing. Be there to ask questions. Yeah, I think the, uh, I think having uh, being close to the ground, should we say, is very important and doing that yeah, constantly. Absolutely. Uh, but I think, yes, you're right. I think the word you use is be, uh, be brave. I think you have to be brave uh, in business in particular, but in life in general. And if, if you are, you uh, will surprise yourself how much you can achieve when you are brave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, last year, 
was difficult for many for for many people, right? I mean, for many companies, and yeah. there were large. I mean, there were obviously industries that really suffered a lot, and the traveling industry is one of them, right? And the hospitality industry is another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was really suffering last year, right? So, but still, what did they do? And 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 I can tell you that, for instance, one of the most incredible things that the best companies out there did last year is actually to make sure that they trained they trained their their employees yeah so so they give they gave them more value they gave them more value and more opportunities to succeed you know so i think that many many companies acknowledge that it was probably a transition year and uh, although were they not were they ready or not for for you know for the for the downside let's yeah. say for the down downhill you know revenues and all these kind of things uh, regardless they still could do something about it and the ones that were really really like having a or, or were really um, doing the best they could for their employees I think that are the going to be the ones that are going to see more alignment more engagement and then more possibilities for the leadership team to keep their employees accountable. I think that you know it's not fair to, to to really want to give your employees accountable unless you've given them the the right tools, right? Yeah, I think any any good business uh, last year would have reflected in terms of uh, where or the qualities of that business and how they could uh, position themselves so they came up much stronger and will do as. Uh, we um, unlock the world, should we say, because we're still very much in that um, uh, period uh, in terms of uh, restrictions. Uh, but things are starting to uh, loosen up a little bit uh, these days at the moment. Uh, don't know, it's like in, in the US and Dallas, but in the UK, we are starting to see uh, this different uh, signposts, if you like, or milestones where uh, we are going to have more and more uh, restrictions um, uh, uh, lessened, if you like. So the world is going back to uh, some form of normality. But if you've really reflected on yourself and your business, you could have used much of last year to put yourself in a much stronger position as you come out of uh, lockdown and out of the restrictions. Yes, yes, exactly. So, I mean, we've been really, you know, we've been really good here in Texas. There's been almost no restrictions. Are they right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe only a little bit in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, the only restriction that was related to, to use of masks, for instance. Yeah. It, w- it was even lifted, uh, you know, in the beginning of March. Yeah. Which was, only, which, which was the only remaining restriction. So, you know, he, here right now, I mean, business is almost like business as usual here in is Texas. Is it right? Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, and I think, you know, everybody acknowledges that, you know, there's challenges, but still the question that we have to ask ourselves is not whether we can work together. It's like, how can we work together? It's exactly. not like, yeah. I'm going to close you down. No, no, no. It's how can we all work together so we can keep your business open and, you know, still guaranteeing everything that has to be guaranteed for everybody that wants to come and, and, and purchase from you, right? So, again, I think that we, cha- we have to change the questions that we ask ourselves as a society, as a world, yeah. as human beings, honestly. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I think that if, by doing that, everybody will, will, you know, will find what they're looking for and will go, we'll be able to go back to normal. Yeah, I think you're right. How we can work together, how we can become stronger, how can we make our own world uh, better? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and we we'll see that here. Yes, yeah, that's great. 
looking looking over the last 12 or 14 months, what I'm obviously looking forward, what trends are you seeing from a business point of view? So are you able to um, see trends where this sector or this business is going to do well because of what's happened and what uh, the future is likely to hold? I mean, number one, I think that everybody is more concerned than ever about the employees, right? About yeah. the, the health of the employees, but yeah. not only physical health, but also mental health. Yeah. And I think that's good. Okay. I think, I think that's, that's probably one of the most important things. It's like nobody companies have really cared more about this. And I think that's yeah. one, one trend. Number two, um, uh, many sectors had, or many industries had, you know, downturns in, uh, in, in revenues. Uh, but not necessarily in, in profits uh, because, you know, everybody t- took measures and, and took precautions and everything. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that I think that we all learn how to control better the way. Yeah. And we all, I think that most of the companies became aware of the financial implications of their business decisions. And that's going to stay. Let me give you an example. I mean, I, I've seen, obviously, I mean, and you can go to any public company out there. You yeah. probably see that yeah. many of them increased, increased their profitability last year. Yeah which is, uh, you know, if, even if they didn't grow as much as they wanted to, but profitability is, is, is skyrocketed. And most of the times is because, for instance, there were a lot of travel expenses that weren't, weren't, weren't you know, executed, right? Yeah. So uh, what I'm trying to say is that uh, we and the companies in general acknowledge that there was so much more that could be done online as opposed to face-to-face. Uh, but also then number three, the downturn of this is that not everybody is ready to do business online. Correct. Okay. And that's why actually we started here at the CEO company that we started to offer, you know, influencer marketing services because we saw that our strong presence online, we could actually benefit and we could use that as a leverage. You know, we could leverage our presence because it's very strong on LinkedIn to help other companies. And we started okay. to do that. Yeah. So, but right now we have to acknowledge that there's many sales forces out there that they are not ready to sell online. They're not ready. They're not ready to have those conversations online. You know, so they are learning how to do their best using Zoom and using other, yeah. other video conferencing yeah. tools. So I would say that these three trends are very, very clear right now out there. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, I think no, I've seen it on, on the, this side of the pond in terms of uh, business. Um, I'll give you an example for, for my own profession uh, as a financial planner then what you do as a financial planner, generally speaking, is you try to build a uh, client base, which is more local to you. Because it's, very, it's a very personal service. Um, but now those limitations have been uh, taken away because you can, uh, you can conduct business online, virtually as we are today, uh, from anywhere. So Absolutely. that is a, no, it's a good example in my profession where you can do business virtually anywhere in the world um, because of technology where you wouldn't have done that before. Absolutely. And actually, I've seen many entrepreneurs, many entrepreneurs that their businesses were online and they have, you know, they were in specific areas in the world and they were looking for areas in which there were less restrictions. Actually, I've, I've, I've actually spoken with many entrepreneurs that said, okay, so what, what are the countries right now in the world, regardless of the continent, yeah. literally, yeah. regardless of the continent, that I can go now and leave and, you know, I have less restrictions, yeah. like, you know, so I could move everywhere and I could, you know, uh, be more free to, yeah. to move. 
because there's there's many countries out there that in the world that, that have, have even had no restrictions yeah. at all in the last you know 12 to 14 months that's a reality right so so they so and they have even they some of them they even call themselves nomads you know and and so again this is a new reality in the entrepreneurial world right so people are trying to find places where they feel more comfortable yeah, you don't need premises. You can work from anywhere in the world. Um, yeah. As long as you, you got need a, technology, you, need exactly. you, are, you are linked to the world. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this is a reality. So that's you know that's that's good. I mean, it's 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 all, it's all good. Again, it's opportunities and opportunities and opportunities. You know, so it's just, I think it's just yeah, like we as a human race are very good at spotting opportunities. Um, yeah, uh, I think that we can be very creative as long as we got the right mindset. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, if, so, if somebody wanted to go international, so if you've got a CEO of a, of a business um, and they wanted to, or they think they're going international, what would you recommend they do as a, before they come to you? What sort of exercises, if you like, or what things would they need to do in terms of uh, getting them in the best position to be able to go international? Yeah, clarity. Clarity. Okay. <laughs> Clarity. So I would say they have already had some internal conversations or, or if, it's an, it's, if it's a solopreneur, obviously, if, if that person has already had some conversations yeah. or has, has some thoughts with, with uh, other people, maybe. And, and that person is extremely clear of what's the goal that they want to accomplish. Yeah. What's, what's the main reason why they want to go international? Okay. And, 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 and as I said before, I think that it's very important that the clarity of the goals that they want to achieve, you know, outside of their own geography is also backed up by funds, you know, so they have, they really have the financial lungs okay, okay. to be able to do that. I think that's extremely important. If they have yeah. money to spend, you know, I think that that is extremely, extremely important. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. Are there, I mean, in terms of why people want to go international, uh, there's <laughs> probably a few obvious ones, but, uh, what do you see in your experience are the most yeah. common reasons for going, wanting to go international? Yeah, the most important reason I see out there is because they already acknowledge that there's a need for their product or service in yeah. another market. So they have already invested so much time developing their value proposition, their product yeah. or their service. They have already spent so much time and effort that they acknowledge that they could do so much more and it could be a source of growth. That's yeah. definitely the number one. Okay, so maybe maybe the like the spark was as I said before the continuous the, the continuous message from other clients saying hey you should take this global you should take this global or you should take this somewhere else you should try to go somewhere else right there's always also depending on the size of the company there's always companies that say hey whenever you go to this other country let me know because we would like to also to hire you there you know that also okay. happens very often when you are the supplier of yeah. someone. Of someone else they tell you hey whenever you go there we would love to have you there as a supplier because we know that you would you know we would also good, do a good job if you were there where we are already you know but that, that's a different kind of discussion with other kinds of companies but in general i would say that's that's the most important thing they know they can do so much more and they can offer so much more value to so many more people in other countries in other in other geographies and i guess one of the advantages you have is that you can connect these people with the uh, people throughout uh, the globe. You know, in- exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I already have those connections. And once you travel, once you work internationally, it's, it's, it's actually, you develop a way to build those relationships. Yeah. 
So even even uh, even if if I sometimes I have to you know explore other geographies, which I'm very cautious about. You know, geographies I'm not I don't have the knowledge. I always rely on someone else that really has. You know, so I, I don't take. I, I think I mean again, given given the amount of effort and resources that has to be put in place. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm really respectful with you know uh, with uh, with the process. Yeah. And I don't I don't recommend anybody to go international or to go to another geography, even if we try to really like, you know, group, you know, services products in a very contained way in, in all in, in all the aspects of the internationalization, you yeah. know, strategy. Um, still still don't take I mean I mean I never I never take risks. I just want to make sure that everything is, is under control. I think many listeners would be pleased to uh, hear you say that because risk is a factor for yeah. for, for business, for stop and life. Um, I think you, you can, yeah, you, know, you are always going to need to take some form of risk, but as long as those those risks are calculated and manageable risks, mm-hmm. and you you go into these things with your eyes open, then um, risk itself is not necessarily a bad thing as long as you know what you're doing. You you've done your research, you've done your marketing, you know what the risk involves, and uh, then you can make an informed judgment in terms of where those risks are, are worth it. Absolutely, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, life's too short to waste it, you know, with the wrong people. So um, I really like to say that, you know, it, it's not for everybody, but the ones that really want to do it, they always succeed, always succeed because, you know, they put all the effort. I mean, you, you said it twice already. Mindset is much more important than resources. I'm going to say it again. Mindset is much more important than resources. Yeah. Much more important than resources. So I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen consistently people that, you know, with a very low amount of resources, they have been really, really good in their internationalization, in their, in their global, you know, uh, initiatives. And again, it's, it's all about how, how badly do you want to do you want to do it? And yeah, you know, when when you already have the connections, it's 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 much easier. It's not like you have to invent the wheel again. You know, going let's say going to a new geography and knowing already some you know marketing companies that know really how to localize those products or services. You know, knowing already some trustworthy you know partners of yours there. I mean, that's that's yeah. priceless. You really you and and that already diminishes your risk tremendously, yeah. tremendously. One of the main mistakes also I see is people try to think to say, okay, so if we are all in the internet, yeah. it's the same to sell my product or service here than to sell it abroad. And that's not true because no. they actually, the consumer habits are completely different. Yes. The consumer habit, it's like you, you're a financial advisor. Advising for you in the UK is completely different if you were Abs- to advise. Absolutely. In, in let's say in, in, in Spain, or if you yeah. were to advise in the, in, in the US, yeah. it would be completely different, right? Yeah. So. And, and that's one of the mistakes I always see. I mean, it looks like simple, right? So the principles are the same. Well, the principles might be the same, but the mistakes might take you to a rabbit hole that you will not be able to get out of. You know, so I think look, look for advice and make, make a decision which is, has been really meditated. And, and you have really all the different pieces of the puzzle, a list lined up before you, and then you decide. And partner up with the right team and the right person to be mm-hmm. able to help you go to that next step and that international level. Yeah. And, and some people, 
I mean, I, I'm very cautious, as you probably have seen it, and, and besides being a very enthusiastic and passionate and everything, I'm also cautious with my clients' business because, uh, again, it's, it's, it's not everything for everybody. And uh, just to tell you an example, I was, I was entertaining a conversation last week about engaging with a, with a large group of international, actually, it's an already internationally present company. Yeah. And the reason why I will be able to take them on board is because I have a team. I have a team of people working with me already, yeah. like directly employed by me. If I did not have my team, I would be completely limited to my bandwidth and my, yes. my bandwidth. I mean, so again, and, and, as, you, and as you know, I mean, as, you know, scaling up and, and bringing more people on board, you know, onboarding people yeah. is, a, is, a, is, a, is an art and a science and you, you never stop onboarding people and you never stop teaching people and training people, but you have to do it. You have to do it. There's no... There's no you option. can't you can't grow yourself unless you've got um, yeah. a quality team behind you and Absolutely. you've got to be prepared to invest and train these people to the best they can possibly be Absolutely. because if you can do that you uh, yourself and your business will do extremely well and you are creating uh, that right culture Absolutely exactly and again it's 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 that it's that safety net that I have that allows me to be extremely clear about what I can do and what we cannot do and up to which extent. Okay. So we don't personally care directly, uh, you know, about, or we don't, we don't directly, you know, deal with, uh, you know, for instance, accounting, legal issues, uh, HR issues, but we know who does it and who does it very well. Yeah. Right. We are more, we're extremely focused on expansion and exposure as, as, as I said before. Right. And the rest, we, we can obviously take our clients to the people that I, we know is going to give them the right piece of advice that they need to go yeah. along with us. Brilliant. Uh, can I change the uh, track a little bit? Of course. You are involved in um, a foundation, Wisdom mm-hmm. for Kids. Exactly. Uh, can, you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because, again, that's something that... Uh, I think will resonate uh, with a lot of people, especially in the, in the current times, because there's a lot of lots of different mm. um, groups out there uh, that also need a lot of help f- uh, from us, who are able to give that help. And, and there's no better uh, group than children. Yes. So basically, uh, it was in 2017. 2000, uh, we. we I had an experience in 2015 that allowed me to see very clearly that I, I was very, very well prepared to help underprivileged kids in Latin America, okay? So because I had been working and traveling through the continent, throughout the continent for many years, I had seen a lot of poverty. I had seen also a lot of wealth because I was yeah. serving those CEOs. I was serving all those large corporations, many of them subsidiaries of multinational companies. Yeah. So I was always seeing both sides of the coin, right? The super, super you know, privilege and it was most underprivileged. So in 2015, you know, I had an experience that it allowed me to see very clearly that I was really well prepared to do this, which was basically help underprivileged. And we created, uh, when I had that experience, I reached out to a friend of mine and we decided, all three of us, to create, I mean, himself and his father, we decided to create Wisdom for Kids. That's the name of the foundation. So Wisdom for Kids is actually an international foundation and what we do 
is we help underprivileged kids in Latin America become entrepreneurs using the local resources. Ah. So, so to, to put that in perspective, and, and the most important part here is not only that those kids are underprivileged, but also that we help them do that with the local resource, resources, okay? okay? With their local resources. So that's extremely important. So um, we, you know, we, as, as we started to do some research in 2015, we saw that there are about, there, there were in 2012, there were, according to UNICEF, 81, 81 million kids living in poverty in Latin America. And that represents around 45% of the entire children's population. Yeah. I mean, 81 million. Okay. So I forgot how many, how many, what's the population of the UK? I don't know. Uh, we talked about 70 plus million. Okay. So can you picture this? 81 million kids living in poverty? Well, but every, every single person in the UK would be in poverty in, uh, in exactly. comparison. Exactly. So, and right now, after what has happened in 2020 and 2021, I can tell you, I guarantee you there's many more than that because there's, this is information, this is data from 2012. So 81 million kids live in poverty. 22 million don't have drinking water at home. Imagine that you don't have drinking water at home. And how would you deal with all the basic things that you do with your, with your daily life, right? If you didn't have drinking water at home, can you imagine? So that's the reality. So that's why we started to do what we do. And all the, all the founders, have, we have been, all, us three, we have really been involved in the world of business, in the world of entrepreneurship, and in the world of teaching and training, all of us. Yeah. So that's why we got together and we started to think about how to do this. And, you know, the rest is history. We already started to do and helping, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of kids. And how is, I mean, in terms of the size of that organization or that, uh, that um, foundation you've, you've created, is that in, uh, obviously, people in Latin America or is it, is it, are you uh, planning to expand that further field? Thank you. I mean, the, the, being the number so huge, I mean, 81 million, uh, yeah, we would like to scale, exactly. Yeah. We would like to scale faster than what we are doing it, but you know, we have the restrictions that we have. And right now, obviously with, with the restrictions that are all over the place, it's, it's, I mean, we have not seen the kids in a year, in more than a year now. So we have not seen them. And I, I mean, I, we get, obviously, the volunteers that are in the field, they're telling us, you know, even for us, it's been difficult. We haven't seen the kids, you know, so it's kind of, that's why every single wealth generation activity that we were undertaking in the field has stopped, you know, so that's, that's, that's painful, Tony. That's yeah. painful, yeah. right? So we are right now thinking of uh, how, how can we take this, like, what, what additional, you know, precautions, what additional measures should we put in place uh, in order to make sure that we keep on, we can keep on creating, you know, uh, changing mindsets, building on the self-esteem and giving them the tools to create their own businesses, given the restrictions that we have. And that's the main question we are right now on, right? But we would love to go anywhere else. I mean, we get Sometimes we get questions here in the U.S. I mean, you're asking us for, you know, to contribute to this cause, which is in Latin America. Yeah. Why don't you do it here? And I say, yeah, why not? Let's do it. You know, and, uh, and, and unfortunately, it doesn't, we have not had the right partners to do this locally. But I, we would love to do this globally because, I mean, we really have, we really know how to do it. We really know how to do it. And we have well, well, it's, it with, it's fitting yeah. nicely with, you've got a process if you like and you've got a formula that works for as we say 
consulting with CEOs and helping them go international, you've also got the process that works with underprivileged children, whether it's in Latin America, and I'm sure the principles will work in other parts of the world as well. Exactly. So, and actually we have, I mean, we, we do everything in Spanish, but we have already tested in English. We have proof tested in English. Uh, I mean, be, before we launched, we, we had, actually, we had two PhD students working specifically, specifically on developing the most impactful workshop, you know, ever, yeah. <laughs> you know, possible for those kids. And, uh, and, but, and then we did, we did everything, almost everything in Spanish because our audience is Spanish speaking, most of them, but we already have volunteers ready to jump you know, in many other countries, including, including, as you know, part of Latin America is French speaking, yeah. part is, is Portuguese yeah. and part is English. And yeah. we already, actually, we already did a test with English, with an English community in the Caribbean. So, yeah, I mean, we, we're non-stop, Tony, you know, we're non-stop. I mean, uh, yeah, because if, if it's not us, if it's not wisdom for kids, who's going to do it? You know, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, charities out there, but, you know, and, and, and we welcome anybody to partner with us, you know, Take but, it. you know, but still, you know, we believe that we really have, uh, we have figured out how to do it and we really like to do it because we see the results. Brilliant. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, I'd love to know more. Um, Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> We're coming towards the end now and it would be remiss of me to uh, not ask uh, the question I ask all of my guests and uh, every answer is different, um, but I shall ask you the same. So, Angel, what does yeah. wealth mean to you? Great question. Wealth means freedom to me. That's what it is. It's the freedom to do whenever I want, whatever I want, right? That's, that's freedom. Because I'm good in building teams. I'm yeah. good in generating wealth for, our, for others. I'm good in generating business. I'm good in helping and training. So, you know, that's what it is. Generating wealth is actually impacting the largest amount of, you know, uh, lives possible. That's what generating wealth for me, you know, for me, generating wealth is creating wealth is being able to really change the lives of millions of people, not only of, you know, a few, but, but, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands or millions of people. That's, that's creating real, real wealth. And for me, that wealth, what's, what's creating to me is, is that, is the freedom to do what I want. And, you know, sometimes I'm being asked, okay, so let's say you could multiply 10 times, 100 times your wealth. Yeah. What would, the, what would the, the best, the first thing that you would do? I would hire another CEO for my company. That's the yeah. first thing I would do. <laughs> and the second, I would, I would inject, uh, you know, um, most of my resources to Wisdom for Kids. Definitely. It's very clear. Uh, I had a feeling you would say that, and I can understand why you would too. So exactly. um, I don't speed think we, uh, we're that different in many ways. I like speed. I like speed. I like speed growth, you know. I think once, you've got, you, once you get uh, the bit between your teeth, as they say, you just want to get on with it and make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I, really, I, re I really believe so. And also, you, you, you very briefly mentioned it, but working with kids is... It's a joy. I mean, it's, 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 it's wonderful. I mean, when, we, when, when it's myself who delivers the, the workshop to the kids, when I'm, I'm blessed enough to be there to do it, I mean, I have a blast. I mean, I, I, am, I am like knackered after a day of doing that. You know, I'm, I'm literally like exhausted. I, I can't. But regardless of the energy, 
regardless of my let's say the exhaustion exhaustion yeah um i i i have a bliss i mean i i it's a bliss for me it's a it's a source of total happiness because i'm able to see the faces of those kids and i'm able to see how even if it's for a few moments i can change their lives you know the time i'm i'm with them i i see it in their faces and it doesn't matter the problems that they have behind. I'm sure they have plenty of problems. I'm sure that they don't have drinking water. Yeah. I'm sure that sometimes they don't have anything to eat on their table. But regardless, regardless, I'm able to help them and to bring a smile to their face that day. Yeah, well, that's a gift in itself. So I'm very big on uh, financial education. And I think one of the, the issues that we got, and I'm sure it's the same, um, obviously in the States as well as, as most other places, but there's not enough financial education at uh, school age. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of obviously the, what I'm trying to do on this side of the pond is, is to educate people more and more. And that is uh, now starting to fill them into uh, uh, children uh, of school age. Absolutely. So I'm starting to see obviously the benefits of uh, that uh, coming to fruition as well. So, and as uh, as you've said, there is nothing. Uh, there's no better feeling than than, than kids realizing or see the potential. Absolutely, I agree. I, I agree with you. And as as we know, you know, as, that's why I love that my my own mantra, like taking perfect action now. You know, the yeah. kids, the kids are just genuine. They're spontaneous. They just they just follow follow the fun, right? And follow follow you know what what you're telling them to do. Uh, you know, when, when you're having, you know, I mean, in those workshops, we, we dance, we, we jump, we, we, we tell stories, we dance, we meditate, we do yeah. all sorts of things, you know, all, all in order to make sure that we, we, we leave a different, we, we make an impact to those communities where, when we go there. Great, brilliant. Angel, so we are coming to an, an end now. I, I must admit, I've really enjoyed our Thank uh, you. chat today. If people wanted to work with you in terms of uh, taking their business international or on, the, on, your, on your foundation side with the children, they want to get yeah. involved more that, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, the best way to do it is you will see that I am very present online, both Angel Rebo, my last name is spelled R-I-B as in boy O, yeah. and Angel is spelled like an angel from heaven. Yeah. So you can Google me, I'm present everywhere i'm very active online i post on every single social media outlet or the top ones every single day i'm very active online again i can do that because of because of my team right uh, and you will see my brand the ceo confident also everywhere so the easiest way to reach out to me is actually to send me an email okay um and you, it's very easy my email address is extremely simple it's uh, angel at angelrebo.com, angel at angelrebo.com. It's either myself or my team are going to answer the, those emails. So, and then we can have a conversation. And again, I'm, I don't like, hard, you know, hard selling. So I have a lot of, you know, fireplace conversations with a lot of people all the time. Okay. So just feel free to drop me a line. Or let's jump into a conversation like this one over video and let's yeah. see, let's see what, what comes up, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, uh, it's, you want to enjoy what you're doing. You want to enjoy working with others. I think it's much better to do it in um, a more relaxed fashion, should we say. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will put up some of the, the links in the show notes as well, so that will help for people to be able to contact you. So, Thank you. Angel, thank you so much for joining me on my show today. I've really enjoyed it, and I know my listeners will. 
Uh, we you. covered we covered some um, very interesting topics, should we say, today. Thank um, you. I'd like to wish you well with everything you do in terms of business and and certainly with the foundation. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tony. And obviously, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody who's listening to us today. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk, or my YouTube channel, TTWealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how? You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, TTWealth News, which contains practical money tips that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.